Welcome to the Elevate Podcast. We cover everything from missions, where you'll hear from seasoned missionaries and trailblazers on the field, to church production insights, covering topics like sound mixing, social media, and websites, to church planting, where you'll hear from church planting leaders and boots on the ground, to church systems and strategies, diving into programs like Planning Center and MailChimp. Let's grow and learn together. Hey guys, welcome back. We're uh, doing another interview. So last month we talked with Randy Freeman about church planting, which was super insightful. Um, But this month I'm super excited to be talking to my friend Adam Fogelman. And Adam is a missionary with Assemblies of God and him and his wife, Alicia, have served in Tanzania. They've served in South Africa. Um, They're about to start a super exciting project in Namibia that we're going to talk a little bit about today. And he is um, also has uh, been a part of the Urban Tribes project that we also talked with Randy about last month, which is um, just an initiative uh, under Assemblies of God to plant churches in gateway cities in Africa, which is super cool, exciting um, project. So Adam has served on pastoral staff in that, and they're going to be doing their very own church plant soon. Again, we're going to talk about that. So, hey, Adam. Hey, Esther. It's so good to be with you and uh, be on your podcast. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you. Um, Obviously, well, not obviously, but me and Adam and Alicia all served together in South Africa with Randy. So, yes, I am definitely leveraging all of my friendships for these interviews. (laughs) Well, we're some of your biggest fans, so just so you know. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm I'm you guys' biggest fan. You guys are like the cool people, like <laughs> with all your coffee stuff and kids ministry, super amazing <laughs> kids people. Like you guys are awesome. Well, so, thank you. Yeah. Okay. So I would just love for you to tell us just kind of how um, your story about how your family got into missions in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, so typically when I'm I'm asked about my calling to missions, it's it's been a I always say it was a progressive call. So it wasn't one of those things that I felt like God, you know, I heard a voice from heaven or angels speaking or anything like that. Yeah. It was one of those things that when I when I was on staff at a church here in the states, we we took kids on mission trips. We mm-hmm. we gave to missions organizations and the assemblies of God. We have Speed the Light, and then my wife, as a children's pastor, she did BGMC, and mm-hmm. and so we always gave to those projects and supported missionaries that way. Yeah. And then um, we started to give personally to missionaries, you know, and support yeah. missionaries personally. And then from there, you know, we took kids on mission trips to. Uh, Latin Mexico. We went to Honduras. Mm-hmm. We did stateside mission trips with organizations. Yeah. We went to Tanzania a couple times, and yeah, and and, and just through that process of of um, you know just falling in love with missions and what God mm-hmm. is doing worldwide. Yeah, uh, you know, we just started to feel that tug a little bit, and we were in a transition season in our ministry and our mm-hmm. life. Um, where I was stepping out of youth ministry. I don't know if I aged out or what happened. <laughs> but like so many people, it's like, all right, this season of life and ministry is over. So yeah. what's next for mm. us? And uh, during that season, it was about six months just wrestling with, hey, you know, mm. I always thought maybe I could go teach youth ministry, something like that. Had a couple interviews and nothing opened yeah. up. Um, and I, you know, I, 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 during that time, I read the entire Bible from cover to cover and about, I want to say it was about six weeks. 
Mm. Um, I mean, I was just, or listen to it. I can't say I read all of it. As I drove, <laughs> I listened to it audibly as well. Yeah. That counts if you're an audible learner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I did that. And, and during that time, God just really started to speak to me. And I, you know, and we all know the passages about missions. Hey, go into all the world to make disciples, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, that hallmark command of Jesus. And I was like, you know what? He doesn't give any qualifications mm. on who to go. He yeah. just says to go. So yeah. through prayer times and just different things, we said, all right, maybe we should go. Yeah. Uh, what does that look like? So started mm-hmm. to really pray about that, lean towards that. We had a couple confirmations, people speaking into our yeah. lives. Um, and, and through that, we just said, all right, we'll do it. And yeah. uh, so we went to Tanzania for our first term. Yeah. Uh, and, and we picked that because probably because we, we had been there a couple of times and we were... Mm. I mean, as comfortable there in Africa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and because we had a tiny bit of experience, you know, two like two week trips. Yeah. You know, we thought we were experts in, 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 <laughs> in Yeah. So, so that's why we picked Tanzania. Yeah. Um, and, cool. and at the time, there was a need there that we thought we could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think? Um, the process was because obviously you guys had your daughters, Emma and Sydney. So um, I know like for a lot of people, that is a big factor in deciding like whether to just really go all in with missions or not, like having kids. Like, how do you think that was like part of the equation of you guys? Yeah. So for us, um, and, and, and I grew up in the military, um, so it's a little yeah. different than me than, than somebody that has always lived Mm. Uh, with their family in the same town for yeah. generations that yeah. was never my family dynamic you know so for mm-hmm. me to visit family typically it was always a, a trap you know we had to travel yeah. to see yeah. them or they traveled to see us so so right. I, I know some people wrestle with that well what about mm-hmm. parents and grandparents seeing yeah. grandkids and that's it's a struggle and it's 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 real I, I understand that but for me that wasn't an issue because I didn't live yeah. that life um my wife, of course, you know, being the mother, she, uh, Alicia, she, she struggled. Hey, what's going to happen to my kids? You know, yeah. they're not going to have a normal, mm-hmm. um, uh, a normal childhood experience or, yeah. or, you know, and so my daughters, when we first became missionaries, it was 10 years ago. So, uh, we, my daughters were about, they were eight and, uh, let's see, five when we got yeah. approved to become missionaries. Yeah. And then they ended up when we left after we finished fundraising, when we left, they were six and nine. Yeah. Um, wow. It's kind of where they were. So, yeah. so there was that, Hey, are they, is it going to be dangerous? What are we going to do? And, and yeah. really Alicia wrestled with that. Mm. And it came back to that whole idea. She, she was in prayer time or, or talking and they were like, Hey, does God, um, does God, can we trust God with our kids? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, at one time we went through, the, I'm going to say ritual, the, the, the service where you dedicate your kids. Yeah. Um, and it was a challenge to her of, do you really believe that? And did you really mean that when you said, God, I'm giving you my kids and we trust you, we're going to do our best to raise them in, yeah. in a godly manner. And, mm-hmm. and, and it was one of those did you really mean that? Yeah. And so Alicia's like, all right, God, I get it. You, you yeah. Trust, you know, you honestly, God cares more about our kids than we care about our yeah. kids, right? Yeah. Um, for those that have kids, because he loves them infinitely. 
Uh, and there's times where, let's be honest, uh, as a dad, <laughs> I might not love my kids infinitely. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know, shocking. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, but, you know, so so is that wrestle. And uh, we trusted God. And honestly, especially in today's world, <laughs> we feel like it was the best decision ever. Yeah. Um, the experience that they've had, mm. them seeing the things, and not just places and countries and things like safaris, mm. but... Yeah. Um, I, 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 they're better people because of it. Yeah. They're, you know, they, they've seen things and done things that, that most kids their age have never seen or done. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we homeschooled during those seasons mm-hmm. and, uh, it, it's been really good for them that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously you guys, you know, I think there's a lot of people, well, it's really varied, but there's a lot of people that jump into missions, like right off the bat, really young, really early. Um, and then I think when you pivot after, you know, already having kind of like a lifestyle and, um, certain, you know, things that your family's used to and all that can be really challenging. Like, what do you think was the most challenging thing about like that very first, like itineration, like fundraising season and like just transitioning into being missionary? Yeah, I I think for me, and it was different because my wife, while we... Our, our first itineration, she worked the entire itineration. Uh, still. Oh, yeah. so she was she was a teacher. Um, she was teaching fourth grade at the time, and, yeah. and my kids were still involved in, in school, public school. Um, so her life was probably a little more normal, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that being said, she was traveling with me more on the weekends than she does yeah. now even, mm-hmm. and probably more than she should have. There was times mm-hmm. we would get in at two in the morning and yeah. uh, she would get up and and her and the girls would go to school the next oh my day, gosh. Uh, which, you know, honestly, probably wasn't the <laughs> wisest. But there's this pressure in, with some churches and some people, hey, mm-hmm. we want to see your whole family, which I understand and I get. Um, mm-hmm. And we our desires, we would love to do that. But yeah. we have to balance the what's best for my family. Yes. Uh, Challenges for me that, that you know, as, as we said, I was in ministry in our, our district, our, our network area for about 15 years before we became missionaries. Wow. So we had a lot of contacts. My wife grew up in ministry. Mm. Um, so we had a lot of just connections already. Mm. So that, that wasn't a challenge. I think some of the disappointment of, of hey, I thought that person was going to support yeah. me. Um, it's one of those realizations we all yes. have to go through yep. is that the people we think might support us might yeah. not. And those that don't, God does things and you have connections out of the blue yes. that, that God does. Um, and, and even still today, that's still a challenge, mm-hmm. right? That, that, you know, this is a, we're in our third fundraising cycle and, and people that, that were like, man, you guys said you were for us, you were with us and you gave for like, three weeks, you know, yeah. or whatever it was. Yes. and, uh, you know, you, you, you situations change, life's change. Mm-hmm. So you, just, you just go about it. Um, yeah. but I think that that realization that, that number one, I mean, as talented as I am at, at different things, um, there's a spirituality to fundraising that I think mm-hmm. we forget sometimes. And, yeah. and, and I'm all about, I do a lot of coffee meetings. I do a lot. Of, I don't do as many phone calls as I did back then because yeah. uh, it's not as it's not as fruitful. Maybe mm-hmm. yeah. um, I did some, but there's a spirituality that we mm-hmm. we ignore that 
you know, my my gifts and ability, my speaking ability, mm. wherever that's at, is not my source. My source is yeah. Jesus, and uh, He's the one that called me. He's the one that's equipped me, and He's the one that's gonna that that's really gonna raise the funds. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I'll work hard. I'll have conversations. Yeah. But really relying on Him in this process. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think last month I, w- I had 22 meetings through the month, whether it was coffee meetings or, and then services on top of that. Yeah. So yeah, I travel all over the place across the world I'm, or across the U.S. If I'm in a city, an area, I mm. try to see if I have any connections whatsoever in that city yeah. and yeah. try to meet up with people to share what God is doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that challenge of, of relying on myself versus... Mm-hmm. Yes. Allowing God to do it. I think that's a massive thing that, yeah, that, that we have to do. And then the second mm-hmm. thing is I'm not a pushing, pushy person for the most yeah. part. So it's, it's doing the ask yes. um, that hard ask. You yeah. know, I'm more of a, Hey, if you want to do this, I would love yeah. to have you part of our team type of guy. Yeah. Uh, but it's, Hey, look, this is what we're doing. Do you, yeah. can you be, you know, asking the hard ask, I think is also, yes probably been one of my challenges over the years. Yeah, I think I yeah, that was challenging for me too when I fundraised. Like I think it's it's weird talking about money with people. Like it can yeah. be really weird. But then yeah. like you said, it's just you have to just have that 100% confidence in God like okay, if this is someone that God wants me to partner with, like it's going to happen. Like Yeah. Yeah, it's it is hard to not like fall in the ditch on one side or the other of like trying to make it happen or just being like God's just gonna bring it in. Like yep. yeah, so yeah, that's really good. Just trusting in God. Do you so I know you you said that you guys did a lot of stuff as a family when you first started. Do you feel like um now it's it's changed and like how have you kind of just found like a rhythm in, in how you do fundraising emissions? Yeah, no, it, it has changed. And part of it's because our fi- family dynamics have changed, right? Yeah. Um, now we have a daughter that doesn't live at home. So, you mm-hmm. know, when she's home, she actually enjoys traveling with me. And she's like, I want to yeah. go with dad. So this summer or when she was home from, from college, university, it was very much a dad, let's go. And she was with That's me. Funny. So actually there was one church, they did more of an interview style and it was yeah. just her and I. And yeah. they put her up on stage and interviewed her. They interviewed me and asked questions. Yeah. And it was one of those really cool moments, experiences. Yeah. To, to hear my daughter talk about what yeah. it was like. Because, you know, they both have lived, Emma more than Sydney. Sydney's our oldest. Yeah. Um, you know, they lived in Africa for seven years. My youngest yeah. is 15 now. So yeah. almost just about half her life, she's wow. lived in Africa. And yeah. what she remembers of life mm-hmm. is more Africa than America. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it's, it was cool to hear that Emma, again, she's a 15 year old, uh, sophomore in high school. Um, (laughs) So she, she might not be as gung ho about going (laughs) new people. She's more introverted as well. That's, that's yeah, she's Mm -hmm. a super creative kid. Um, but she doesn't, she, that drains her and, uh, she's also going to school this year. Um, while we're home fundraising and she's busy Mm -hmm. at school she does one act play and cheerleading and art and all this stuff yeah Um, and because of her personality for her to then go out on the weekends and meet new people that 
she doesn't have that bandwidth right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And as much as I want them to go, as much as I would love to, to have her and my wife with me on the road when I'm traveling on the weekends, um, you know, the healthy thing is, Mm. all right, this isn't best for her. Yeah. And and I have to remember that Yeah, uh, because it is, it's lonely, you know, when I'm driving, yeah, two three hours on a Sunday morning to have a service and then drive two three hours back and and things yeah. like that. It, it's hard. Um, yeah, but you know it, this is a season and, mm-hmm. and we got to look at it as you know this is a year of our life. You know, yeah. Um, and I would rather her be healthy. Yeah, uh, and I think most churches would too. And when you explain, yeah. hey, you know what, my daughter has one act play on Saturday, so she can't mm-hmm. come with me. My daughter has to. Uh, be up at and her and my wife leave to go to school at 6 20 in the morning yeah uh, during the week on Monday morning so they can't stay out on a Sunday night with me yeah um, and most pastors understand that now yeah. um and, and so it's just a season yeah that we have to all right what's the best thing for our family the healthiest thing for our family yeah um and look at it that way and yeah. for that right now that means I'm traveling by myself yeah uh, but yeah. It is what it is. Like I said, it's a season. Yeah. 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 I think something that I loved seeing in your family, like in the time that I spent with you guys, is you guys allowed your kids to and emphasize like your kids having things outside of being missionary kids that they like pursued and like enjoyed. Yeah. Um and you guys too, like as individuals, like it wasn't just like you're like that is your life. It is your whole life when you're on yeah. the field. But at the same time, like you're still an individual. Like, how do you think like emphasizing that as a family has been like helpful and like just important to you guys? Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the dynamics of us. And one reason why we moved to South Africa yeah, um, is because in Tanzania, we homeschooled and I traveled a lot in Tanzania by myself. Yeah. So we, I would be gone. There was a year I was gone two or three weeks out of the month on average, just traveling, oh, wow. ministering, doing stuff. Hmm. Um, lots of meetings, teaching in Bible colleges away from where we lived. Hmm. Um, and I had the car. So when I was gone, my family was stuck at yeah. home. Wow. Uh, and that was, that was a difficult season for them. Hmm. Um, and, and for my wife, because she had left having up being a professional. Yeah. And uh, she did ministry there. She taught in the Bible school some and yeah. trained children's workers. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went from, you know, having normal life, uh, yeah. to, to, you know, they were stuck at home, I yeah. mean, literally at home for two weeks at a time. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and one reason why we moved to South Africa is we wanted to, to be able to, there was a couple reasons, uh, mm-hmm. do ministry as a family, yeah. uh, be a part of a team. Yeah. And, uh, we wanted to be in a city, honestly, cause we were more yeah. in a rural bush setting and team. Yeah. And, uh, and because of that, it opened up doors where, where my daughters could, could pursue some of their passions yeah. like art. Um, yeah. my, my oldest, she did baking. She, she took some cooking yeah. classes and stuff like that at that time. Yeah. Um, and then we went online with some of that as the world shifted to everything being online where yeah. it was doing, uh, calligraphy and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it just really helped. So, so spiritually speaking, there's, there's multiple facets of who we are as a person, right? Um, we, a lot of times we look at different personality tests and you see different things that, 
that this is who you are, you know, introvert, extrovert, Enneagram, you know, Myers-Briggs, yeah, uh, <laughs> all those type of things. And um, different, even different, we, we typically focus on here, here's what we enjoy. Um, mm. So we feed that side of us physically, emotionally, mm. spirituality, you know, Maybe you like to, to read, so you can read the scripture more than some. Um, yeah. Some people are prayer. Some people are, hey, I like to go outside, and that's what, where I feel connected to God, that yeah. type of thing out in nature. Um, the truth is, even though those are our stronger areas, we all have areas in our life that if we're not careful, we starve those because maybe we don't enjoy mm -hmm. those as much. Yeah. Um, so even though you might not like to be outside, there's parts of your your personality that maybe not as as strong, but it's still there that yeah. that God can speak and use um, mm. to you. So so as you go about your life and go about what you do, um, it's important to feed all those areas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and and part of that is it, you know you pursue those passions, you look at the gifts, you know what. But sometimes we don't we don't th do things because they challenge us. Yeah. Um, for instance, I'm not, I'm not, I can't paint. Um, <laughs> I can't draw. Those aren't yeah. my gifts. Yeah. Uh, now I try every once in a while and it still doesn't <laughs> yeah. work, but my sisters are great artists. Yeah. Um, my daughter is an amazing artist. Yes. And I always wonder, it's like, man, God, what about me? <laughs> um, those aren't my deal, but I picked up a camera at once sometime and I fell yeah. in love with photography Yeah, and uh, not that I'm the next Ansel Adams or anything like that or, or whoever, <laughs> but that gave me an opportunity to, to push and, and, and have a creative outlet that I never had before. Yeah. Um, and in places like Durban, um, mm -hmm. amazing scenery, amazing yes. group of photographers that I was able to connect with. Yeah. And got me outside of, you know, because we were doing church plant and church ministry and those types yeah. of things. It got me outside the four walls of our church. Um, yes. So, you know, during the summertime, you know, this Esther, the sun wake comes up at like 430 in the morning, <laughs> yeah. which is ridiculously early. Yeah. Um, and but because of photography, I would be up at 330 and I was meeting photographers on the beach. Uh, and there, yeah. there was a group of us. Hey, let's meet at four o'clock on this beach in this area of the city and let's do some yeah. photography and it got me outside of the church yes. which was a, a big deal to me um yes. and gave me a way to feed a creative outlet yeah um, that, that i that i enjoyed and turned out that that i might be okay at yeah yeah you're you're more than okay at photography <laughs> You can be humble about it, but I'll I'll give a plug. You're great at photography. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I think that's super important. Like just the idea of like not doing ministry with an agenda necessarily, but like that we can show the love of Jesus and be connecting with people, like even through things that are fun to us. Like it doesn't always have to be like this idea of work. Like yeah. And that was something that we all had so much space to do in South Africa. Like you did photography and you did coffee cuppings and like, you know, my roommate did dance classes and I did orchestra and like all these yeah. opportunities that we had to like connect with people that I think are super important. And like we were connecting over things that we are personally passionate about that. Yeah. Really important. Yeah. So. No, I think, I think it's key. And, and, you know, you might not do that with the agenda of, 
of, hey, I'm going to go out, I'm going to win 10 photographers for Jesus yeah, or yeah. my or, or, orchestra for Jesus. Ultimately, yeah. <laughs> you know, we want to share our faith and we'll talk about Jesus. Yeah. But as you, you travel and if you live a life with, uh, hey, God, I'm just open, use me mm-hmm. today, however you see fit. Let me let me follow the leading of your Holy Spirit and the agenda you have for me. Yeah. God opens up doors in those things that we're passionate about. Yes. And, and you're able to have conversations with people that you would never meet or have conversations with. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think that's that's what ministry really is about. That's what life's really about, whether you're mm-hmm. a missionary in Africa or you're a, a believer here in America. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pursuing God on that daily basis and saying, God, mm-hmm. here am I, use me. Yes. And when we do, he, he'll use us if we let him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you'll have conversations with people of different faith backgrounds, people mm-hmm. of different um, thoughts and, and yeah. stuff. And you just, hey, God, use me today and let me follow your leading and see what he does. Yes. Yeah, I love that. It's really cool. Um, so on that topic of doing things we're passionate about and missions, um, tell me about what you guys are doing in Namibia. Yeah. Uh, so Namibia, um, we can't get your typical work visa or life ministry mis- missionary visas. Um, yeah. And uh, so in Tanzania, uh, in fact, I, it, the funny thing is I didn't start drinking coffee until about 15 years ago. So yeah. uh, most of my life, I've never drank coffee, never enjoyed <laughs> coffee. Yeah. Uh, started to drink coffee and became missionary in Tanzania. And um, yeah. we have coffee trees in our yard where I, where we lived. I would go to the local coffee farm um, yeah. to buy my coffee and, and stuff like that. So it yeah. became something that I enjoyed and something yeah. I, I started to learn about. I had friends in the coffee industry that were exporters of coffee um, wow. and just kind of built that Fast forward to South Africa, where where I started to get more into uh, what's called specialty coffee, which mm-hmm. is a you know different level than than Starbucks and your typical yeah. Folgers or whatever most people yeah. drink. Um, to building relationships with coffee professionals, mm-hmm. um, uh, and like you said, hosting coffee cuppings and yeah. tasting coffees and, yes. and those type of things. To hey, we got to get a visa to get into this country that that's not it's a closed country once you get mm-hmm. in but it's a you can't get a visa to go live there as an american yeah. um easily yeah. uh so we're going to uh, actually start a coffee shop um to get Ooh. business visas uh and then use that space number one a coffee as we know it's that third space in most people's lives of mm. coffee shops uh, especially in america but he, you know in, in most middle to upper class and uh I've even read articles in townships in South Africa where it's become a place of of community building. Yeah. Um, so we'll use that uh, platform to get our visa and then yeah. use that space to build community in an area we don't know anybody virtually yeah. um, to to build relationships, bec- meet people, and yeah. then eventually launch a church. And yeah. uh, We'll start Bible studies there. It'll be a space that we can come together, office out of, yes. um, and uh, and like I said, meet the community and yeah. uh, launch a new church or multiple churches. You know, our goal is yeah. not to plant a church, but multiple churches across the city of Windhoek, Namibia. Yeah. So first of all, super cool. I yeah, I'm like super super excited for you guys to do this. I think it's an amazing idea. Um, yeah. So what about um, Windhoek? made you guys 
kind of land on that as um, a city to plant a church in? Yeah, for, you know, for me, a big a big thing that that I believe as God calls us and leads us is where's the need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there we could do a lot of things. Any one of us, there's there's avenues and areas that we can do, but where where's a big need and and. Yeah. and you know, we're going to pray about and see what God opens up and leads. But mm-hmm. part of that for us was there's a need for for people. We haven't had missionaries in uh, Namibia in, oh, goodness, it's been six years since we've had any missionaries wow. that live there. Yeah. Um, so there's this need to do that. The National mm-hmm. Church um, is struggling. There, there's mm-hmm. We have one of our churches in Namibia, our sister denomination churches, um, and at one time it ran, this church has been as large as 400 people mm-hmm. and is now down to, I think, six or seven people last I heard. Wow. Um, so, so there's just massive need of, of yeah. having a good, strong, spirit-filled, mm-hmm. um, healthy church yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, and then for us urban tribes, we want to reach the, the influencers of a city. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the things we've had to define and look at is, is the city what we what we term a gateway city? So, yeah. you know, full of global influencers and mm-hmm. in Africa and across the world. And yeah, and as we started to Vindhook is the the capital. So it has a government seat. It's a business yeah. center. Mm-hmm. It has all the universities in the country in it. Wow. Um, so so that it's kind of this dynamic, all the artists, mm-hmm. all the you know, just those that shape and influence cultures are are yeah. represented in the city. Yeah. Um, so we think that this is a a dynamic place that maybe it's not on the map for most people. Mm-hmm. I had one person, you know, say, "Hey, I think I, I I've heard of of Namibia. Was that in a movie once?" And it turns out <laughs> they're talking about Naboo out of uh, Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> so it's one of those places oh most people God. haven't heard of. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not a place of influence or a place that that yes. we can make a difference. Yeah, I I think that there is this part of Africa that is so modern and thriving and artistic and just really cool that like us in America are completely unaware of. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just I love that there is this project that is like meeting those people where they're at and and just kind of like this new era in like missions and new era yeah. planting it's like super exciting yeah no it is i mean we're, we're we're really jazzed about being able to go there yeah um and it's a beautiful city it's 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 interesting namibia it was actually settled by the germans so it's 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 a it's a um, land of desert honestly it's mm. it's both the eastern side and the western side are are desert countries wow. or desert areas. So it's yeah. the Namib and the Kalahari deserts kind yeah, of wow. have this country in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was settled by the Germans. So there's all this German architect, like Bavarian wow. architect, yeah, uh, German restaurants, different. <laughs> you know, I'm sure Oktoberfest is going massively yeah. right now in Namibia. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, but it's this cool space of of kind of a class clash of cultures and different yeah. things that that are there that yeah. that we're able to to see and, mm-hmm. and and prayerfully redeem spiritually yeah yes cool yeah. yeah um i'm just 
super excited for you guys. And I said this before, but me and uh, me and Wesley are going to have to come visit your coffee shop. You will. You so. will. <laughs> yeah. So how can people partner with you? How can people give to you guys? Like, yeah, just tell us how to help. Yeah. Um, you know, the easiest way we have a website that um, I think you actually helped design most of Esther. So, yeah, I did. Uh, so go to <laughs> following the Um yeah. That would be the, the, you can find all the links. You can find out about us, what we're doing. Yeah. Um, there's video, there's, there's different things, but cool. uh, there's also a link to partner and give. Yeah. Um, so that would probably be the easiest way to yeah. do it. You can find us on social media, uh, yeah. Instagram, Facebook groups, all that. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Both personally, the ministry and then Instagram for me also photography. Yeah. Uh, so it's weird because I have so many different Instagram. I don't do well at updating all of them, but yeah. I try. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, for anyone that is watching this that is not already giving and partnering with the Fogelmans, like from working with them, they are incredible, incredible people and ministers and missionaries. And they just like love and meet the community around them where they're at like so well. And I'm super excited for them. So please partner with them and give to them and pray for them and all of those things and share their stuff. Yeah. So thanks for sitting and talking with me about missions. It was really fun. No, it's always a joy to connect with you. Yeah, definitely. And we'll have to, uh, we'll have to do another one when you guys are there launched and just you'll have to update us on everything that's happening there so yeah yeah. no that would be fun so let's let's plan on it and maybe we can do live like one of my things i've actually considered doing like a podcast yeah studio type thing so maybe when you come to our coffee shop we can uh do a live like on location podcast (laughs) yes that would be awesome that That would would be be fun so all righty well have an awesome day you too. And thanks for having me and let me be a part of, of what you're doing now. I'm excited for you and Wesley both. So yeah, definitely. righty. See you, Adam. All right. Blessings, Esther. Bye.